Hey everyone, welcome back to the Frosty and Friends podcast, where we take a look at whatever movies or shows we feel like and give you our honest opinions and critiques. I'm joined by Cody. What's up, guys? And Ryan. Howdy. And today we are starting something of a little mini-series, I guess you could call it, of looking at Disney live-action remakes, and we're starting with Alice in Wonderland, released in 2010, uh, directed by Tim Burton, starring Johnny Depp, Helena Bonham Carter, Alan Rickman, and a couple other people who aren't as famous. (laughs) Anne Hathaway, she's also in this. Oh yeah, that's true. The White Queen. Yeah. So before, because I'm pretty sure we all have a similar opinion, but before we get into the kind of bad stuff, I did want to mention the kind of two notes of praise I have for this film. I know, I know. How dare I enjoy something about a Disney remake? Well, it wasn't that bad, if I had if I say so, compared to the other live action. Uh... I say this is probably one of the better ones. Yeah, I don't hate it. I think it's really weird and there's a lot of issues, but there's some charm to it. Yeah. Yeah, I mean, for me, kind of, um, I I think, maybe it's because I watched the original. So I watched the original and the remake back to back which I highly recommend doing for, frankly, any remake. It's a great way to see, like, if it succeeds as an adaptation. Um, and, and maybe that's why, like, I dislike this one a lot. Um, yeah. But, yeah. I, I really liked Danny Elfman's uh, score. The score was actually very nice. Uh, I did like the introduction mm-hmm. and the kind of wackiness behind it. The whole yeah. movie is... It's just... It's so weird. Here's, the, here's my thing with it, though. Um, and before I get into it, I will say that there is some neat creature design. Yeah. Um, I like the big bird thing. I thought that was cool. Um... The kind of, if you look at, and I might mention the original a lot here, but if you look at the original and even the source material, we're looking at Lewis Carroll's books, um, you're going to find that's kind of the point. It's meant to be weird and nonsensical, but this is weird with rules, which can work, but not with Alice in Wonderland. Yeah. Yeah, I can, uh, when you look at the almost body modification of uh, all, all the creatures, it's quite interesting and uh, really fills that void of is this a dreamscape or is this like reality bordering on that line of what's real and fake um, after watching the whole movie I, I, I don't know I'm not sure what they were going for there is it didn't, didn't they I thought in the very beginning they showed that she literally saw the white rabbit while in reality uh-huh. yeah they did so like I'm confused. And then she saw the butterfly at the end. I'm pretty sure they're supposed to say it's real. Yeah. Or they're trying to like, say that. In the uh, the originals, right? It was all fake. It was in her head. She's insane. It, yeah, it was all in, all it was it was all in her head. She woke up from a dream. Well, like in this movie, they're like, we're gonna make it real. So. Well, that's why I think. Well, I don't know if they're trying to say it's real. I think maybe they're trying to give the audience an option. Like, is it? I don't. 
I don't know if this this movie is like that smart for yeah. That kind of... You might be right, but you never. Like I I I, de- I love movies like that that make you question and the perception of the protagonist's reality, but I don't think Disney is smart enough for that. Yeah, true. And this remake is not exactly a a smart movie by any standards or groundbreaking. Yeah. Um, it is definitely. I was looking at the list of live action remakes, um, uh, and this is kind of what I always considered to be one of the first. But this wasn't their first. Um, their first was actually back in 1997. They remade the Jungle Book. Um, oh, I didn't know that. And then in the early 2000s, they remade um, 101 uh, Dalmatians. Oh yeah. But this is kind of what I would consider like the start of the modern Disney live action remakes. When most people think of live action Disney remakes, I think that this started that trend. Yeah. Definitely. Really? I don't know. I feel like <sighs> Yeah, maybe you're right. Cuz I mean, I what? Like... Well, it... how many of the other like actual live action remakes have we seen before this? I've seen well, yeah. Lion King, Aladdin, Mulan. Wait, are you asking before like, this in the, Yeah, like what came before as in uh, live action remakes before? 102 Dalmatians, 101 Dalmatians, and the 97 Jungle Book. Okay. Well, thing is, I feel like uh, this started kind of like their idea of doing the remakes, but I feel like it didn't really take off until uh, the Beauty and the Beast remake. Yeah. Yeah, because that's when it really blew up. Yeah, if it's more in that time period, for sure. Yeah, because like now yeah. they're coming out with a Disney remake every year. Like, they've got the ones they've planned right now um, from the time of this recording is um, what is it? They've got Little Mermaid, Pinocchio, and Peter Pan. Okay. Jesus, I'm not gonna watch anything. <laughs> That's yeah. not completely true. Maybe I will, but I don't know. I here's the thing. Even when I know I'm gonna hate something, I like to watch it. That way, at least I can talk about it. Yeah, I, I don't like true. people who talk about movies that they haven't seen as if they can form a concrete opinion. Yeah, and also it kind of expands your scope. But I feel like by watching these movies, you're not really expanding much of a scope there. I mean, they're all pretty, uh, they're pretty bland, general. Yeah, all, nothing's really. Yeah, no, no real inspiration behind it because it's just a remake. Yeah, it's just a remake, so I don't feel like as bad. It's money. The inspiration is yeah. is money. Yeah, I mean, some remakes are good, but like these are not, and they're just. Yeah. It's just I don't know. It's disgusting how these studios look for a cash grab. You know, they have all yeah. this money to make something original, and they throw it away. Oh, and the fucking new uh, Cruella movie. Like I remember day after um we decided that we do the disney remakes i saw like, oh, a yeah. trailer for Cruella <laughs> pop up and i went holy oh shit my God. we were just talking about yeah. this it's gonna be another shit show dude we uh we spawned that trailer like we were the ones who made it we talked about it and they were like yeah release that trailer for them mm-hmm it's like get it out now such a that's like a weird one though because it's not really like a remake because it's Cruella. It's kind of like it. it's like what they're doing with it's like how what they did with Maleficent, um, where like they're choosing to focus on the villain. 
Yeah, that no, that's exactly what they're doing here. It's just which like Maleficent didn't work because like for a lot of reasons, but we're not doing a Maleficent yeah. episode, so I won't get into it. I mean, I honestly feel like they were Disney saw Joker make a billion dollars, and they're like, "Let's make Cruella, guys." Yeah, they just need to. Holy shit, you're so <laughs> yeah. right. Yeah, I can see like a lot of similarities. You have the very drab colors. Yeah, you have this crazy character. Urban setting. Yeah, mentally like, insane character. Like, look, yeah. it's a character. I, mean, I love Emma Stone, normal. and I think she's great. But this is not a good choice. Yeah. Yeah. Anyways, let's get into the movie. Back to this shitty movie. Yeah. yeah. Uh, yeah. No. Um. And speaking of bland and ugly, this movie it is so ugly. I have a major problem with this movie. They, Tim Burton, he tried to like make it goofy, like with the character, especially uh, that one character, the Heart Man. What was his name? I don't even know because he's not in the book. He's not in the yeah. original movie. Where the fuck did this guy come from? And he looks super like that. This is where he tried to bend, like blend uh, reality with whatever fictionalized crap he was doing. Mm-hmm. And he created this guy, and he just looks so weird. Like it just uh, kind of takes me out of the movie. Have you seen like his yeah. head looks real, but everything below no, yeah, him looks CGI? Yeah, it's that's really, it's really funny. Like the fucking Will Smith genie. Oh yeah, that's <laughs> oh God, exactly like yeah. that. Except it's it's, it's tracked yeah, terribly. No, I, I can like when you see him it. running, it looks so weird. Or like doing any kind of movement, especially when he grabs his rubber gloves, it yeah. they look fake. They look so fake. Well, and I hate most uh, thing in this movie looks fake. The oh, effects yeah. have aged so poorly. I was blown away. Yeah, like I just. Oh my god, when you overdo CGI like that, it's so gross. And you know it's not gonna hold up well. CGI never holds up that well. No. Like, no matter what. Look at the fucking, like, I know we're gonna talk about it later, look at the fucking Lion King remake. That thing, yeah, it's has an abomination. Aged, that thing aged poorly months after it's And, like, released. that's why you need to have practical effects, because uh, mm-hmm. practical effects can only get so much better, but CGI will always improve. And it'll improve massively. Exactly. That's, um,. I hate to I hate to bring this up, but whoever whoever's got the noise being made. Oh, right that's now, not. Um, I don't think okay. that might be me. Let me fix it. Okay, yeah, thanks. Um, but yeah, Cody, you bring up a great point, and I've I think I said that a lot, either like just two people or in this podcast, but. A great film to look at is Ghostbusters. You can tell exactly yeah. what was CG and what was practical effects. The CG effects, they look pretty shit, but the practical stuff still looks yeah. great. Um, the thing looks amazing. Oh yeah, of course. Like well, things the practical are... effects, you can appreciate them so much more. I feel like just because you're like, how did they do this in real life? You know, this wasn't made behind mm-hmm. a computer. Yeah, I, I think it's great. And this movie decided, yeah, you know, screw all that. We're going to get all CGI. Which is so weird because Tim Burton, like, during the 80s and 90s, he used so many practical yeah. effects and miniatures and real-life sets. And you look at Tim Burton, honestly, like, 2010s, and he's weirdly into so much CGI. I don't know what happened. It feels like... And what about the Willy Wonka movie, I... too? He used a lot of practical stuff. Uh, yeah. Or the... He did the Dumbo movie, too. He did, like, another live-action remake. Um, I haven't seen that one, but it, it looked a lot like this in the sense that 
it was just gonna have like a lot yeah. of CG. Yeah, what happened? He just got older and he's like, Yeah, I'm tired of actually working on these films. Yeah, I'm tired of putting in effort <laughs> and creativity. I-, I love Tim Burton's work. I love his work on Batman. Um, I love Beetlejuice oh, yeah. and Nightmare Before Christmas. I love the effort and originality that went into those films. So it makes me sad to see just like him become another part of the corporate machine with like stuff like this, this garbage. Exactly. It's just yeah, like he's just—he's fallen from grace. Sadly, he's just lost his uh, yeah. touch. Most directors do that, like M. Night Shyamalan, George Lucas. Oh god, yeah. And eventually, they'll hit a wall and can't climb up. Yeah, they're. Or it's like that. It's like the one part from The Dark Knight: you either die <laughs> a hero, or you live long enough to yeah. see yourself become exactly. the villain. Exactly. Exactly. And that's how it is. Oh my god, this movie. Uh, there's a lot of stuff that just... In the... I don't know, I thought it, it was weird. The um, Who's the character who plays the big-headed girl? Again, woman? Uh, Helena Bottom Carter. She's the Red Queen yeah. in this. Um, yeah, that just looks so weird. <laughs> I, just <laughs> I think that's the point. Like, her, but, no, yeah, she has a massive so head. Like, big head. But, like, the problem with that is like... I never got that. Where where did where did that come from? It's not in the book. It's not in the original one. Yeah. Um, I think he was just trying to go for something. Oh, because you could also when when you look at uh her the people she surrounds herself with uh can't remember their names but the people have the fake like nose the fake ear. Oh yeah. Like, right. Right. It's yeah. interesting that. Because she, her head's naturally big, she has an abnormality, so she has to surround herself with people who also have fake, like I don't know, just fake. Yeah, uh, this seemed, like weird. It's it's a strange. Like, weird, it's very strange. Like, uh, what he was yeah. trying to go for. I don't mind strange, but you have to either you have to pick strange or you have to in pick this movie logical. Yeah, it, you can't have no, it both exactly. ways, and that's what this movie tries to do. And a big problem too is Alice, like that character. I felt like was super dull in this oh movie. My God. I we yeah, one of my notes is just she has no yeah, personality. No, that character is terrible. They didn't write her well at all. No, and yeah, and the actress, you know, like I'm sure she's fine in other stuff. I yeah, she seen didn't her. emote very well. She was not no, good. She in didn't this. emote at all. Like her character goes to this like crazy place and she just seems so like dull like i don't know emotionless throughout the entire thing and it's like what yeah you, you see all this crazy stuff you see yeah and you know how she's constantly saying this is my dream yeah. for a personality like that i don't think she could dream up anything <laughs> as creative yeah no uh she probably yeah no her character just she's just very flat no real uh, exactly uh, super just oh it's it's the same shit they did with twilight where you give your character no personality yeah and people put their own personalities onto the main character and then they're like oh i love alice i love Belle. like no you love them because you put yourself yeah. into them it's a crappy character you can admit yeah. that like i don't know it's like they didn't want to write that character and they're like Let's just write the character for Johnny Depp, you know, the Mad Hatter. I feel like they spent a lot more time with yeah. him than Alice herself. 
giving making sure he can do an american accent a scottish accent a british yeah. accent and then speaking gibberish for no goddamn reason <laughs> yeah it just gets so weird in well johnny johnny depp does a very good job of acting as the crazy person in any film oh no yeah i thought i mean i didn't think he was bad in this movie i thought he was bad in this well, movie honestly Fine. i Being thought honest. he was he wasn't like amazing or anything but he wasn't terrible either. i think he, I, like he portray- well. I think he yeah he portrayed his character as best he could yeah maybe it's just yeah maybe it's just like the character i think writing, the right ra- the writing you know, the ra- the writing yeah. made him fall off but the way he because i for me like a johnny depp character either has to be um witty charming or slightly uh, intimidating. And with Jack Sparrow, you kind of hit all three of yeah. those. Um, and I didn't get any of that from this. True. I, I don't really blame Johnny Depp as much as, you know, the character no, himself. No, no. Yeah. I blame whatever, you know, blood packed him and Helena <laughs> Bottom Carter and Danny Elfman with song to Tim always Burton. be linked yeah. to Tim Burton movies. Yeah, yeah. Like, we have to be a part of this. Even no matter how and it is. I'm not even saying that that's a jab. There are some movies I really like um, with them. Uh, actually, I can only think of like two, <laughs> but like, I don't know. Like, I like the Sweeney Todd movie and I like Edward Scissorhands. Um, yeah. Of course. Yeah. Those are two great movies. Yeah. Uh, yeah. Yeah. But the, I mean, it's just like, not explain this. I feel like he's not the Mad Hatter. He's just this. He's stupid. He doesn't feel mad. Yeah, in this movie, he did feel very. I kind of felt like I was just watching Willy Wonka again. I don't know. Kind of like a <laughs> yeah, like weirder version. Willy, of Willy Wonka, Wonka trying to pretend to be a drunk Irish clown. Yeah. <laughs> but like, didn't you get that though? You you got those Willy Wonka vibes, kind of just like. Uh... From... I've actually I never can, seen oh, the remake of okay, Willy Wonka, so... Yeah. Cody, I, yeah, I can see yeah. where you're coming from. Yeah, it just, like, I felt like I was watching that again. But a worse version of that. And the Mad Hatter, yeah, you're super weird. You couldn't really connect with any of the characters in this movie. I mean, what are you, what are you supposed to gravitate in this movie? To in this movie? I don't like, know. Because, like, in the original, the Mad Hatter is just... He's that. He's fucking yeah. mad. He doesn't listen to reason or logic like any of the other characters. You can't have a nice sit down with these people because they're mad. The only thing they understand is insanity. But that isn't present in this because they try and inter- like intersect rules and logic. Yeah. Rewatch the original. Can you really see the Mad Hatter get involved in any kind of political cause? And I thought, yeah, that was also negatory to the movie too. It's like, so you have this crazy world like you have all this stuff mm-hmm. going on but then it's a very simple just like oh the two queens battling and that's about it yeah, like they could have done yeah. so much more with that they're messing with such a like crazy world and yet you settle for that i don't know well i'll say this war doesn't work in wonderland I- i'm sorry <laughs> and this is something yeah, else really stupid <laughs> under no underland underland yeah. that's the bullshit that they say alan rickman as a caterpillar for whatever reason says that you called it underland oh, or you yeah. called it wonderland when yeah. you were here <laughs> and weird. apparently it was underland it, what 
So it's not Alice in Wonderland, it's Alice in Underland. Yeah, yeah, that, was, yeah. that was very strange. I don't, I don't know what he was trying to go for with that. God, this movie is so forgettable, too. I watched it two weeks ago and I already just like... It really is. Whoa. With some of the other Disney remakes, I will remember yeah. them for just like, holy fuck, this is horrible. But I will say, this is bad, but it's not one of the worst. Yeah, it's just kind of mediocre. It's just like, yeah. It's just Happen. kind of... It's bad, but yeah, it's like, I'm not gonna... I'm not gonna, like, s- scream from the rooftops like I will some of the worst ones. And we, trust me, we are getting to the worst ones. Um, but yeah, but yeah, kind of back to what I was saying. War doesn't work in Wonderland. Because, one, you have to insert, to have a war story, you have to insert so much politics and drama. Yeah. And that doesn't work in a of world insan- of insanity. Yeah, exactly. <laughs> yeah, exactly. Dude, okay. That's what I was thinking. When you were saying that whole thing, yeah. I was like, exactly. Like, in a world of insanity, you have all these crazy people. How are they getting together and deciding, yeah, we're going to fit in, you know, hours. And why would they give a shit yeah. if who's in power? No, yeah, because they don't why, care about Why anything. care? They're just insane. <laughs> right. In the original, the Red Queen was kind of, quote unquote, in power, but no one gave a shit. Yeah. And the whole world feels like there was no point in making this like a wonderland world too which is a problem that i had it just felt very it like it didn't feel wonderful well yeah but it felt like the movie didn't it didn't need to be like set in this kind of cgi world like they didn't utilize it at all they could have slapped kind of any other title on the film yeah. and it would have worked that's so true you could have come up with a completely original idea yeah. And it most likely would have still been forgettable, but at least I would have given, you know, it a pass for being original and not Alice in Wonderland meets Game of Thrones for some reason. Exactly. Ah, man, I just... And also, this, the bullshitty thing. Okay, so you know how they have, like, the drink me and eat me cakes and, like, bottles? Oh, yeah, yeah. Shouldn't whatever side has those win? If you can yeah, have someone turn into a fucking that. giant, <laughs> yeah. like I'll bring up Game of Thrones again, um, and and I guess you know spoilers are giants in Game of Thrones. <laughs> the giants in Game of Thrones show what happens in like a medieval warfare situation when you have someone who's over eight foot tall. It is such an advantage. Yeah, exactly. So why? Yeah, and I'm not. Ex- I'm not expecting any anything like Game of Thrones here in the sense of violence I'm just saying when you're trying to implement these rules and logic into what is apparently a war-torn world why wouldn't you use the one thing that turns people into living fucking weapons yeah, especially when they're like uh, the Red Queen she looks at Alice and she's like well you're massive like they act like it's such a surprise but they have this technology or magic yeah. Also, why didn't she recognize I have Alice? no idea. That was so stupid. Like, <laughs> the Mad Hatter recognized her when, like, instantly. Yeah, and so did um, uh, her little, her friend, or not little, but night. her friend. Like, yeah, the night. Yeah, I, yeah. What was that damn guy's name? I think, I, was it Spade? I feel like it started with an S. Uh, I think I'm right with Spade. It was, uh... Crispin Glover, knave of ah, of course that's his name. Knave of okay. something, yeah. Spades. 
but I don't know. Yeah. There's also, so um, bringing it back with, with the book, the White Queen isn't actually introduced until the second book through the Looking Glass. Oh, um, really? This movie. Yeah. So I thought that was weird that they decided, to, well, to introduce her here. Also, Anne Hathaway's character feels very much like a Wizard of Oz uh, character. Yeah. Well, the whole thing did. She's one. She's I, whimsical. You know what? She's that's that's she's exactly perfect. what they told her when she was acting for that part. They're like, just go for really? her. I, really? I, I bet you that's exactly what they yeah, were trying to go probably. for. Yeah. yeah. I don't know. All the characters, they're not supposed to be relatable. I mean, it's Alice in Wonderland, but at least make Alice relatable at all. You're supposed, yeah. You're supposed to make Alice relatable because the she only is relatable vessel one. into yeah. this world. In the original, she's a child, yeah, but she's asking questions like, "Why is everything so batshit insane?" This one has no personality, and she questions nothing. Oh, fucking floating cat! Hmm, seen it every yeah, day. That's every yeah. Tuesday. For it's me. just like yeah. a big problem. With, yeah, it's. I don't know. I was gonna say something. I forgot what it was. <laughs> yeah. Yes. What was I gonna say? I don't know, Cody. Guess it wasn't that big of a deal. Probably not. Well, overall, this movie was shitty. I didn't really like that much, actually. Mm-hmm. Now that I you mean, guys are pointing yeah. things out, I didn't. I didn't realize it. I kind of skimmed over the film. Not gonna lie. Oh, yeah. That's I, fair. I I watched it, but I was kind of like. <laughs> uh, I was not too intrigued. <laughs> I can watch this film. Yeah. I wasn't intrigued. I just wanted to, you know, come prepared, yeah. like, to a discussion. I just want, like, okay, like, I'm going to pay attention only for the sake of, you know, I want to actually be able to talk about it in yeah. detail. Um, also, this film uh, has one of my least favorite cliches of, like, a modern, like, any film past the 2010s, or any, a lot of Disney films, too, shitty pop song plays over the credits. Oh. Yeah, I kind of turned <laughs> yeah. it off. <laughs> I, I, I clicked right when, uh, right when it ended. Oh. Yeah, I just turned it off. <laughs> oh, was I the only one who stayed for yeah. the... Because, f- like, usually during the credits is when, like, I absorb a film. Like, I really think about yeah. it. Um, so I'll usually just, like, turn down the uh, volume and, like, have the credits going. Well, I was so um, disappointed by the terrible third act. I was kind of like, I'm glad this is over. <laughs> the, the third act in this movie is what was going on. It's long, yeah. too. This is something you find with all Disney remakes, is they make it weirdly long. Um, yeah, they always... Yeah. This was close to two hours, I think it was right? an hour 40. Yeah, I mean, that's still fairly long for a children's Yeah, film. and like, God, the ending of this movie was just like... Well, how long bring is... out the dragon, she kills it. <laughs> yeah. The, the original isn't that long. Also, Christopher Lee comes out of fucking nowhere. I was like, oh, Christopher Lee, what are you doing Which character here? did he... Yeah, wait, wait, what did he do? He was he was the Jabberwocky, the big old... Oh, oh, you, oh, oh he was the, the Jabberwocky. Okay. Mm-hmm. No, I didn't know he voiced him. Okay, that makes sense. Yeah. But, like, yeah. The weird thing, too, is that there are two scenes in this movie that are weirdly dark, that do feel very Tim Burton. When she's going across the fucking moats. Um, oh, and the bodies. With, like, all the heads. She's walking on them. Yeah. yeah, that was messed up. Yeah. And then we're, when she decapitates the dragon, like, for a kid's film, that's a little intense, yeah. which is weird because, you know. It can't decide. Does it want to be really sophisticated and dark, or does it really, or does it want to be very formulaic and simple? Because you're going to have different age demographics. Both of those appeal to. 
Yeah. Well, it's a good old identity crisis that you find in a lot of films. It, you mm-hmm. have, you know, all these people, all these writers, and they're probably like, eh, change this and that, studios interfere, yeah. everything falls yeah. apart. So, Ryan, to answer your question, the original is an hour and 15 okay. minutes. So that's, yeah. I think that's that's a good time it's, frame it's for, a yeah, life. hour yeah. is great for these kinds of uh, children films. Yeah, you don't. You really don't want it going over an hour and a half, um, which is yeah. I think like Aladdin is like close to two, it's like close to two, if not over two hours, because um, they they add in so much shit that no one cares <laughs> about. No, yeah. They're like in this, they spend way too much time in the real world. That's something that bugged me. Oh too. my god! And she's getting married to that guy, and she's just like. Oh, yeah. And it's like it it makes sense there for it to look ugly yeah. and for there to be a lack yeah. of color. But then when we so, so supposedly go to the you know, Wonderland or Underland, whatever the fuck, um, you know, it's it's the same fucking color palette. You have these really gross blues and grays and browns. Well, I thought it looked shitty too with the CGI. And yeah, Very all muddy. of that Yeah, it just it's not it, appealing. The original probably because it's actually like hand-drawn 2D animated Disney film. You have these amazing colorful backgrounds um, that just really, you know, you like looking at it. Yeah. Yeah. In this movie too. So the thing I, the problem that I have with this is like, so you're dealing with like a story of mental illness kind of, well, I guess that was the original and stuff. Never mind. But I just feel like they could have taken a much like better approach to a mentally ill character. Like, he was having massive hallucinations. But then again, right. that's hard with this movie because they don't really make it clear. Is this character insane or is this all real? So, right, And I yeah. feel like they should have taken a much better approach trying to talk about insanity and, like, someone who's having these delusions and how it affects you. I don't know. I feel like this film failed on, like, every point. No, I, I, I could definitely see that. And I think with the original and the book... My kind of my, my takeaway of the moral was always that because in the first ten min in the first like ten or so minutes, when Alice is like in the quote unquote she when she's in the real world, she is ignoring kind of her. I think it's supposed to be like her sister or her mom who's like trying to teach her shit, and she's ignoring it. You know, she's living in this we can assume eighteen seventeen hundreds hoity toity British society. And she's tired of all the rules, regulations. And so she says, what if I was in a world without logic? What if yeah. I was in a world without rules? And that's what Wonderland is. She experiences that world. And then she knows this is what a world without logic looks like. And this is why we have to Well, have yeah, rules. and I, I feel like you shouldn't glorify a world like that. And I feel like this movie really does glorify it. Yeah. And that yeah. approach, I feel like, is quite bad. Because I feel mm-hmm. like... It just takes away from the whole message, like what you were saying. Like, you gotta have a right. world that's not just full of in- in lunatics, you know? You have to have some rule, you know? Right. And this movie doesn't really land on any messages. No, it's like you said earlier, it has an identity crisis. It can't yeah. choose from being insane or having too many rules. And you really do have to choose between one of those. And if, it, if you want to be Game of Thrones, fine. Yeah. <laughs> be Game of Thrones, have a shit ton of rules. If you want to be Alice in Wonderland and be insane, fine, go with that. 
but you can't have yeah, both exactly. because both are really far apart on the spectrum. Yeah. This movie, in its purest sense, is just a cash grab. It is. There was nothing said by this movie. There was nothing done. It was just no, and that's so sad. Just, Again, I kind of liked. I liked Danny Elfman's yeah. score. Every now and then, I was like, God. Like, shut up, Danny Elfman. You're trying to trick me into thinking this movie is <laughs> yeah, a right? lot better than it actually yeah. is. Because the music is really good. Because probably, you know, they didn't restrict him musically on anything. Um, mm-hmm. Yeah. It's like, at the end, I'm like, wow, I feel like I just watched a really good movie. Thanks, Danny Elfman. But I know it's a lie. Yeah, it's a bunch of bullshit. You're just listening to the score. Yeah. Oh, God, yeah. Yeah, kind of my last point I'll make. Okay, so you know how, like, one of the big plot points is they have, like, a fucking calendar or, like, scroll or whatever that tells them the future? Yeah. So, okay, and then it says they have, like, a flashback, also, flashback in Alice in Wonderland. But, um, they have a flashback at one point to when, like, the Red Queen attacks with the Jabberwocky, um, and like destroys all of them, takes the White Queen's crown. Yeah. Why didn't your fucking fortune telling calendar tell you that? I know, right? So like what is this calendar so it just tells you about Alice? Or yeah. is that it? Any any time a movie <laughs> brings in a an object or way that people can see the future, it gets fucked. Yeah, there's an inherent they, they always it, yeah, just it always gets messed up. Yeah, because then it's like Tenet. Well, Tenet does a great job of looking into the air. yeah. Tenet did uh, a good job. Of that. God damn it! I still haven't seen. Tenet. I, you yeah, gotta, you gotta see you it. Gotta yeah, see it. that's a good. Movie. I know I gotta see Tenet. I'll I'll wait. Yeah, I don't know. I guess I'll wait ten years for it to come on to. That's <laughs> true. I mean, it should come soon. Actually, it's been out for I, a decent. Actually, I think it is. Oh, yeah. I I'd love it's been that. out for I'd a decent while. So I wouldn't be surprised. Yeah. Yeah, the future in movies is. I mean, you're always going to get plot holes out of that because also it kind of ruins the whole movie because you're like, well, if they already know the future, then that's going to happen. Like, the audience knows that's going to happen. That's the other weird thing. They keep treating it like it could, like they play around with it. That one scene where they're like, who will fight for the white Like, don't play with our intelligence. And then they're all like, and then they all like step up like I will, and they're like, no, our fucking calendar says otherwise. It's like, mm-hmm. oh my god, then I know the whole movie. Like, you mm-hmm. literally just told me everything that's gonna happen. You told me the climax. Alice kills the Jabber. Right, yeah, you, you told, told me, me that right away. Yeah, it's not gonna be outside of the fact that I did kind of like that the fucking dragon got to got fucking decapitated yeah, really cool, right? because I, I have a morbid um, sense of enjoyment. <laughs> um, like, yeah, exactly what you said. We knew that was yeah. gonna happen. It takes away from all. I don't give a shit if the Mad Hatter is getting jiggy with oh it. Oh my god, that was stupid. Um. <laughs> oh my god. What are you talking that about? stupid little dance with his legs. That was, the, you... that was the best part. Yeah. The best part, Cody. <laughs> and then when she does it, she's like, oh, and what? Oh my god. <laughs> yeah, that... I think that was the icing on top time. of the cake right there. Yeah, I was just like, you could hear like the people like, Ooh. 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 Fancy, like what are you fan, saying? Fancy with this people movie? make noise. That's what they're saying. Whoa! Mm-hmm. Yeah, that was written. Fun fact: that was written in the actual script. Make fancy noises. <laughs> oh my! God. Really? 
none. Oh, okay. I was gonna say I'll delete that. It. I, I, this movie is yeah, <laughs> right. No, it's believed. Yeah. <laughs> Ooh, how unorthodox. Yeah, well, that's what happens when you have a fantastical film that decides to delve into everyday things like war. No, it's what happens when you make when a you shitty have one movie. of the most when you get a creative director and an incredibly manufactured company yeah. and put them together put them together and what have you got bippity buppity this movie sucks well Shit. i think the problem was probably the studio or like disney was telling tim burton one thing while he wanted to do another and that's probably where that exactly that's you, always you okay. can see a lot of tim burton stuff yeah. in this um the heads and like kind of like the heads, the darker yeah. moments, um, definitely Elfmen, because I know they have a good relationship. Um, some of the creature design, again, I like the bird, the jab, the Jabberwocky was pretty cool. Yeah. Um, I like the cat, that thing was cool. The Cheshire cat? Oh, no, not the Cheshire cat. What? Um, which, the which other? Smash. Oh, wait, which cat, Cody? I thought both of them The, the, cool, the big one. Oh, okay. Yeah. I thought the idea of that. Oh, no. I got I got much less child predator vibes from this one, so automatically points taken off. <laughs> Wait, what? That's good to hear. Well, in the original, he's voiced by uh, Tim Cummings, the same guy who put, who was the original voice for Winnie the Pooh and Call the Snake from the Jungle Book. So you have this really kind of creepy, high pitched oh. voice, like yeah, yeah, and it it's. It's, it works great with the film because the entire the the 50s original it's very unsettling it's still a kid's film but there's always this sense of like dread yeah, and creepiness I mean, kind of everything is out to fuck you're in a us. world of insanity like mm-hmm. I mean insanity isn't just like playing around doing some weird dance yeah. come on <laughs> <laughs> it's so true it's so true they think that they can give each character one weird quirky and that's thing it. yeah and that's it they no. make fun commit to yeah. it like yeah. they're honestly like making fun of like mental illness i feel like throughout this film <laughs> i don't know it's a- i don't know it's kind of i don't know like most movies do yeah, that i mean look at batman they justify you beating the shit out of the mental yeah. constantly but batman himself you know you know he might he's a little <laughs> mentally ill that's true yeah associative personality and as a guy that dresses up as yeah I, jumps up I can't be normal you know, no but yeah I just feel like yeah I don't know this movie is just a joke cash grab yeah garbage and I thought my jokes were bad bro joker <laughs> I couldn't agree more this movie was short yeah. I like uh, it. I, I liked it for a little and bit. And the worst and then you part guys is, pointed out it's worse. Yeah, I realized that's what yeah. I was talking about. And the worst part is, this was one of the better ones we're looking at. I'm scared. Yeah. This you will, man. Right. What What did the one lady say from the remake of The Fly with Jeff Goldblum? Be afraid. <laughs> very, very afraid. Oh, yeah. Dude, that is a good movie right there. <laughs> That's a good ass remake. Yeah, that's that a real remake. is how you do a fucking. Re- so is the thing. The thing is also oh, I a remake. That's a remake. Yeah, yeah. Because there was, uh, funny enough, there was a movie called The Thing that came out in the fifties, yeah. um, and it was very different. Funny enough, like The Fly also came out in the fifties. Both got remakes in the eighties or 
Late 80s, early 90s, I think. Yeah. Uh, I think it was 80s for the thing, 90s for the thing. I, Yeah, I was, I was looking at, like, know. what are good remakes? Like, The Fly, The Thing. Um, some horror remakes are good. Not all of them, but I've seen, are. yeah, I've seen a few good remakes, but I can't really I mean, name them right now. I don't know. Uh, I think when a movie, when a movie fucks up is when it remakes a movie, when the studio is remaking their own movie. Yeah, Disney. <laughs> Yeah, yeah, that's where a problem arises, and there's also no creativity in mind. They just want to. Like, why would you remake? Because they don't feel the need to be creative. They look at the success of the previous source material, and they say, "Let's change almost nothing." They have this weird thing about how they'll change almost nothing, but then they take out like some of the best. Yeah, exactly. All right, here's the 25 best movie remakes of all time according to IMBD. Uh, oh. IMDb is like the Wikipedia <laughs> for movie the Like anyone can go on there. Oh, The Departed. Yeah, I would agree with that. Uh, oh, that's true. That is a remake. Well, the tricky thing is I haven't seen a lot of the like the original um, that these movies are. Yeah, based true. Off of. Res- the Departed. Yeah. Original one. Yes. I haven't actually seen any of these. Look- or- oh, Ocean's Eleven's a remake. Yeah, it is. I, I know that. I like Ocean's that's a good 11. film. Solid yeah. film. Fistful mm-hmm. of Dollars. I haven't seen that. I didn't think that was a remake. Me neither. Oh, I... No, a lot of Western Okay, remakes. this is one we'll know. The Thing. Didn't... Completely forgot yeah. that was a remake. We were just talking about that, right? Yeah. I'm just kidding. Yeah, yeah. Uh... Wait, Blade Runner 2049 is a remake? That's a sequel. No. No, that's a sequel. What the fuck? Well, according to IMVD, it's a remake. Again, IMDb, IMDb, it's fucking Wikipedia. Oh, I'm sorry, IMDb says differently. Yeah. (laughs) I mean, yeah, they can be pretty bad. I like the trivia, though. They have trivia? I don't think I've ever done that. Yeah, they have a lot of trivia on there. Yeah. Do you do a lot of trivia, Cody? You like doing trivia? I like looking at the trivia. <laughs> <laughs> All right. Uh, overall, movie was sh- shitty. Score, I'd give it score good. Bad. Four out of Just ten. Bad. Score good. Uh, yeah. It's four out of ten. It's, maybe yeah. a three. Maybe a five. Three. Maybe a five. I give it a four. It's a three. For uh, me. Yeah. It's kind of entertaining to watch, but there's so many issues that I can't give it more than a four. No. Yeah. I think a four is generous, but you do. You. I'll man. go five. Just because I enjoy Johnny Depp. That's fair. yeah, that's that's fair. I, I kind of found people you either you either love them or you hate them. Like not like as a person, but whatever he is in a role. Yeah. yeah, yeah, that's true. But everyone loves Jack. Per- yeah, personally, Johnny is a freak actor. I like yeah. him a lot of stuff. Even, even in yeah, even in the shittiest pirate films, <laughs> yeah. yeah, he's still the best. Part exactly, because he's not changed. Yeah. He hasn't changed since the first Exactly. Film. And that's why you only watch those films. Pirates <laughs> yeah. of the Caribbean awesome. 6. Jack Sparrow has to pay child support. Yes. <laughs> yes. That's exactly what that is. Oh my gosh. Alright. Well, are we good? Uh, I think so. so. Um, what's our next film, or do we keep that for... We'll keep that as a surprise. Yes. So, 
I mean, I know what it is, and if you remember what we talked about earlier, you also know what it is, but for the audience, it's a surprise. I'm pretty sure I know what it is, but I could be mixing yeah. it up with another one. I have no clue. All right, All right cool. Well, uh... It's a surprise for everyone, but... <laughs> <laughs> Well, as always, uh, to the audience, thanks everyone for listening. Uh, subscribe if you can. And we'll, I don't know, what do the kids say now? Catch you on the flip side. I'm sure that's still relevant. <laughs> I think you What's nailed up? it on the point. Yep. All right. Everyone say bye. 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 See you guys.